When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Great chat with Chris Long. Last hour, we talked about uh, probably about a half dozen uh, top burning NFL topics that's going on right now. Hour number one, I gave my two considerable cents on Michigan doing it again to Ohio State. The it being uh, taking them, uh, placing them over um, uh, our knee and, uh, and and spanking them. Just give them a little spank. Uh, actually, a big spank. Spank that. Another 40-burger on them. Left them in full meltdown mode, wanting Ryan Day fired Urban Meyer back. Um, and the best part about it, as I said, is leaving them in the position, if they do still want to make the college football playoffs, stating their case that Michigan's the best team in the country anyway. I don't believe that, you know, we'll find out if the college football committee has them one or two. But uh, Michigan taking their spot at two might just be even more fitting. You leave, we'll take your spot. We're 12-0. and 0. How does that taste? Oh, just fantastic. Delicious. Like Thanksgiving uh, leftovers. It tastes better the next day and the day after that. It's great. Um, 844-204-RICH number to dial. Let's take a couple phone calls before we get to overreaction Monday. Why don't we? Um, let's go to Ron in Greensboro, North Carolina. What's up, Ron? Hey, Rich. How are you? I'm hanging in there. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. Uh, you know what? I'm not your standard. Like I'm not your standard Ohio State fan. I'm more of a realist. I don't think Michigan is as good as they let on. I think Ohio State's defense is bad, and I've been waiting for the shoe to drop all year. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you bring in a Jim Knowles from Oklahoma State who specializes in bend don't break with that recruiting base. There's no excuse to have a bend don't break defense in the Big Ten. Well, I guess and you, you know, and, and, showed it. and I appreciate you saying that your phone's kind of going in and out. So uh, I appreciate you calling in and 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 saying what you said and and being as honest as you're as you are. Look, Ohio State clearly thought we're going to stop the run. That's all Michigan can do well. That's it, and put the game and on the shoulders wrong. of their kid. And and um, and I appreciate the call. Thank you. And they they did think wrong. J.J. McCarthy showed them. And maybe, just maybe, hold on a second. Let me just say, maybe Jim Harbaugh is a good coach and knows what to do with the quarterback and has him ready for the big game. Maybe after all, yeah, that's what he can do with his five-star recruit. And they might have just been sitting on a whole bunch of plays. There was one play in the game. I don't know, did you watch the whole thing, Chris? Because the whole country watched it. Did you watch it? Did you watch the game? And nine million less watched than the Thursday night game no, that I, I said was no, going to happen. I, I understand that. Okay, I, I well, get it. Well, then no, but did did you watch the game from beginning to end? <laughs> 
That's a yes. By the way, he just I rolled mean, his eyes at me and nodded his head. Yes. They brought this I kid. I, I'll be game. honest with you. They brought. I've, I've watched every down of Michigan football pretty much all year long. They brought this kid Mullins in on third and short in the first half, and he was stopped. Michigan had a punt, and I thought to myself, why are they running this kid? I, you know, I know that they're shorthanded on, on running backs, but what's happening here? And I think they just set up. He's the one who threw the pop pass on fourth down. Oh, yeah, that was a cool play. Oh, my oh, goodness. Touch- uh, oh, no, yeah. it, it wasn't uh, a touchdown. That's a touchdown. Was like, right. Yeah, or was yeah, it third yeah. and short fourth? And I, I, you know, all these great big plays that Michigan had just kind of all run together. Oh, this is so freaking great. <laughs> you know, there's one subject I, I want to hit, too. There was a guy who was going to uh, call in on the subject matter, but... Um, um, we hung but up he hung up. Yeah, I guess or he, he we we lost contact. How does that sound? Or maybe you already addressed what I mean, he was going to say. No, no, no. We haven't talked about it yet. Um, I, I was sitting there on game day morning set Sunday morning, and I'm um, I'm constantly looking at the old Twitterverse Twitter machine because at the moment still it's still worth um, having. Uh, uh, there's still enough still works. reliable. There's still yeah. it still works. Number still one, works. there's still reliable enough people on, on that. They haven't kicked off to try and extract eight dollars from. I them. remember that that um, Twitter, right? That's so what you I know go that. and you. Tweet By the way, stuff? he's reinstating everybody. If you haven't been reinstated, we can try and work. Look, on that. I'm just oh, saying that. the guy's getting reinstated. I don't know everyone but your boy Two Jiggy. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm looking though. down and I see Odell Beckham saying something just happened to me that's never happened before. Oh my God! All this business and I texted. Uh, on the spot, Ian Rappaport, like, is something going on with his, like, did, did something happen with him um, and his in his free agent search where he was disrespected by a team or something? Had no idea that it had nothing to do with his free agency stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, he, he got kicked off a plane and um, and apparently either the airline says and the police report says he didn't want to put a seatbelt on and they were concerned about his well-being and that they thought he would deteriorate enough over the five-hour flight going from Miami to Los Angeles that they they didn't want to have an incident in the middle of the air, so they just tried to get him off the plane. He didn't want to get off the plane. His uh, lawyer had a completely different take on it, saying that there was a, a flight attendant that was way too overzealous, causing him to get off the plane. Look, all I'm saying is this. He wasn't arrested. If you're on that plane and you're trying to fly home on Thanksgiving weekend, going from Miami to L.A., and you're then delayed two hours, I feel for you. I mean, uh, I, 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 I absolutely that had to make you infuriated because I know if I'm going down the tarmac, I'm like, we got to go back because a passenger is is doing something he shouldn't be doing. I would be freaking out. Okay, so all I'm saying is I have no idea what the hell happened on that flight, and if Odell wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing, then you know, then then all of those folks on that plane should be absolutely livid with him, and I totally would understand it. And I don't know what happened. All I know is he wasn't arrested, and all I know is the one guy who definitely doesn't care, his name is Jerry Jones. That's for sure. <laughs> if you think that this airplane incident is going to throw him off his game to try and get Odell Beckham to the Dallas Cowboys, you're out of your mind. I got two words for you. The words are Greg and Hardy, okay? Just Google him. Wow. And uh, it's the truth. That's a fact. The number of people who he's given so-called second chances to, there's no reason... I mean, Odell just had something happen on a plane, and I totally understand that somebody got upset on a plane or or is upset with him on the plane. I get it. He wasn't arrested for anything. You know who doesn't care? His name is Jerry Jones, and he probably hopes that the Giants or anybody else is just like, we got to look into this airplane incident. Yeah, you do that. I'll sign him. (laughs) That's what I think is going to be going down here. You're right about that. (laughs) You think? And then just a real odd, bizarre way to kick off a free agency tour, which apparently is happening this week. 
So my two cents on whatever happened on that plane or on the tarmac. So. <laughs> when I ask you to put your seatbelt on, just put your seatbelt on. It's kind of simple. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. TJ Watt had a nice chat with him. You'll, uh, you'll uh, hopefully enjoy that coming up. But it's now time, Christopher. I know you don't like it when we do it in hour three because you think we've already cannibalized well, a lot of topics. A few things we don't, hit on. But I think you're overreacting. How does that sound? <laughs> no, he's not. Well done. Hit it. I'll still act like I haven't heard you. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All righty. What do you have, Chris? What's up, guys? We having a good day so far? Oh, oh I, yeah. I, I'm feeling zero pain. None. What do you got? The Jets can make the Super Bowl with Mike White at uh, quarterback. That's an overreaction. Come on, Are you pal. kidding me? Number one fantasy quarterback yesterday in the pouring down rain. Imagine what he's going to do indoors this week against, against a defense that Mac Jones carved up. The back pages were going nuts, Rich. Super Did Bowl. you see the back page headlines no, I have not, in actually. New York City this week? Oh, man, put them up, Mike. The Great Costas. White Way for Newsday. Oh, <laughs> okay. White duty. Lightning, says oh. the Daily News. Okay. And Very the good. best of all the New York Post. White Gold. White Gold. White Gold. Jets strike at Richard quarterback as new starter shows metal, M-E-T-T-L-E, and blow out of bears. I like it. And I love what Mike White did. I totally get it. And I want him to stay the starter. Um, I would, uh, you know, I will see him against the Vikings. And if he does well there, then, then, then we'll ride him. We'll I chose a much more positive overreaction. No, I mean Super Bowl is way. nuts, man. Super Bowl is a is a crazy supposition. Can it happen? Of course. I'm not going to sit here and deny it, but we need to see more out of Mike White. What more. Mike White has done, however, I mean, I've got an entire. You know what I'll do is I'll, I'll get put it out of the screen grab on on at Rich Eisen Show on our Twitter feed. NFL Network research, top notch research staff, the number of record setting facts from Mike White through the minimal amount of starts that he's had for the Jets and then also what he's done in his starts for the Jets are are first ever and first ever since a long time. Imagine and what if- he has shown, what he has shown, hold on, what he has shown is to Zach Wilson, this is how it is done. This is how it is set up and if you do it this way, it can be done this way. And you also might have a skill set outside of what Mike White has that we would love to tap into, but you got to do this stuff first. Imagine if he had played the first three games instead of Flacco. Well, Flacco, Flacco did well enough. You know, I mean, he, he went one and two, you know. Do you think Zach ever starts again for the Jets? <sighs> if Mike White plays this way, I don't think so. How does that sound? There what you else go. you got over there, Chris? Nobody wants to win the NFC South. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody wants to win. That's a good overreaction. Nobody wants to win it. It's just the awful, terrible. The game. Saints, every time you think they're out, uh, the Bucks and the Falcons pull them back in. Even the Panthers aren't eliminated. They're still officially out. Can we just let Tom Brady go for it on fourth and two and start calling timeouts with the time picking down as, as opposed to being concerned that what if Brady throws an interception that he hasn't thrown in years, which is tie game, less than two minutes to go. Come on now. Is Sam Darnold like the Mike Myers of, uh, of quarterbacks? Like, this guy's back from the dead again. What else you got over there? Bengal, you like this one, I know. It's not really an overreaction now. The Bengals are going to win the AFC North. I think that's the case. I do. I think we're seeing it. 
And you're already seeing the Ravens have already handed it to them because of their so-called easy schedule. And there are no, it seems, uh, homecomings on the schedule. Certainly when you're going down to Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence is playing the way he's playing. And for some reason, somebody in Jacksonville decided to take the full body off of Jackson DeVille and give somebody who has no body fat a suit and a, th- a, a skin tight suit and a thong. Man, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> Just thank God that guy didn't go in the pool. <laughs> hey, now. At any rate, um, I, I definitely think the Bengals are going to win this division. I said it before the season, and I say it now, even though they do have a tougher Tough. road than the Ravens from here on out. But that looks like a great game 272, right? But to win In that game yesterday 18. with no mixing and no chase, man, that was really impressive. And, that, and that's a big boy, take your hard pills and buckle up type yeah. opponent. Yeah. What else, sir? Uh, based off last night's game, the late game, the Packers, it's time to shut down Rodgers and play love the rest of the year. I think so. I would do it. Mm. If I'm Green Bay, I would do it. I mean, you're 4-8. They're not, they're not eliminated yet. They're 4-8. Yeah, but yeah, come but on, I mean, no. it did not look good. I mean, he couldn't. He said he needed to come out of the game because he, he thought he might have broken ribs and he couldn't breathe. I understand he's a gamer and he wants and he and, and he doesn't want to leave his his team out there. I totally understand that. I respect it. The guy is a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best to ever do it. Back to back MVP of this league. They're four and eight. They're four and eight. Come on, man. What you know? You're gonna so for five games, we're just putting them on the bench. It's 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 yeah, and I also would understand if he wants to stick around there. You know, don't don't if he wants to pull a bit of the farve right here and say don't let the kid out there. I understand his total desire to also go against the team that he has quote unquote ownership of. And if the Bears can't play Justin Fields and Tremor Sivian is the one that that's going to be hosting him next week, I get he wants to be in there. And then there's a buy. You know, if you want, let Jordan Love go beat the team you own, take a bye, and then come back for the last four if you think five and eight can still do it. I don't know. I I totally understand why he wouldn't. But if you're Gutekunst in the front office, you don't want to give Jordan Love a five-game role here? For what, though? Like we said, Rodgers can't go anywhere. They're stuck with him. Let's take the rest of the year off. What else, Chris? Uh, Also, last night... And look, Jalen Hurts is awesome. MVP candidate. Going with this. Obviously, the Eagles are rolling. Here's what I don't like. Jalen Hurts running this much, not sustainable. 33 attempts in his last two games. He's going to take some big hits, and he's really putting himself at risk by running the ball this much. Well, I mean, as you know, who he's going to be running at is Tennessee, and I would uh, I would say let 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 your running backs take take a little bit of the beating. But he is so good. He is such a threat. At that position, he is such a difference maker that, um, and he's still young, man. Uh, I, 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 I Robert, hear you. Robert Griffin was young. Michael I hear Vick you. Was young. Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't young. change a damn thing right now. I don't know. Man. I wouldn't change a damn thing. How do you change anything? You're the first 10, 10 win team this year. You're the last remaining undefeated team this year. Uh, you can't change a damn thing. You just do your thing, and he's at such a difference maker. And that's the other thing too, man. You don't take your difference maker and take the ball away from your difference maker. I still do not understand why the Tennessee Titans do not put Derrick Henry on the field when they're in a so-called two-minute. What are you doing? Oh, okay, so Hilliard runs a better route. I get it. But Hilliard can't run away from people and also create business decisions that everybody turns down. 
So do not take your best player off the field and do not take the ball away from your best player when he does something better than most. What else, Chris? There's some weird stuff going on in the desert, Rich. The Cardinals, they already regret the Kyler and Kingsbury extension. I don't know if you put those in charge under sodium pentothal if they don't agree with you. What's going on there? I don't know. How was post-game comments talking about the scheme was F? Like, what was that? His body language is just terrible. You just get the sense that, I don't know. It's it's dicey to say these things because you're not in the locker room. No, I'm not in the well, locker room. Well, we're watching Hard Knocks. And we're we're just, kind of in the locker room. I see it. I, I, I know. I... I there's just something off. And then the ball comes out really well when Colt McCoy is throwing it and you're on time. But obviously Colt can't score touchdowns like the one that Kyler did yesterday. Yeah, no way. Right? But how sustainable is it that, you know, run around, run around, run around, and then run in? I don't know, man. Yeah, don't know. There's something off and something missing there. And I don't know how you fix it. And you're not fixing it this year. You're four and eight. And if I'm saying the same thing about Green Bay at 4-8 that you're done, this team is done too. Yep. And they have got a lot of prideful veterans on that team. I don't know. Uh, it's it's tough to call that an overreaction right now. But I, I don't have the uh, you know finger directly on the pulse, directly into that locker room or that front office. They got to believe that that's the, the combination. Hey, and I'm like it. What else, sir? All right, last one, and uh, you kind of stepped on it. How did I step on it? I was really proud of this one. What did I step on? The Raiders are going to win the next four games, get above 500, and are threatening the playoffs, Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Because they've won two in a row. They've won two in a row. In overtime. Both walk-offs. Two in a row. Both walk-offs. Cars played great the last two weeks. Correct. Jacobs is back. Jacobs is amazing. And look at this schedule. They can beat the Chargers. At home. Okay, week one was so long ago. Yeah, at the, the Rams. Rams is a is that looks like the, it. That would give them four in a row going like an into easy their home game now. with New England. The Pats aren't scaring anybody, all right? Especially on the road. Raiders, Raiders. That's a home game for the for the Raiders. And then at Pittsburgh, that's not scaring anybody either. That's four straight going into week seventeen. Obviously, the last two games are kind of monsters. Home for San Francisco, Francisco and, and home Chiefs. for Kansas City. But yeah. Kansas City could be playing for nothing then. They might sit everybody that game. If they have the one seed wrapped up. You know what? The Raiders I, I, win out? I'm calling that game on Christmas night. If the Raiders show up into that game with five straight wins and can go above 500 on that night. Ooh, baby. I'm telling you, this is what I saw in this team. They could put up points. They've got a difference maker at the wide receiver position and on both ends on defensive on the defensive line and now they've got a difference maker at running back he is unbelievable josh jacobs he arrives with bad intentions and now he's got top end speed you can't stop and they feel it they feel it i'm saying that's not an overreaction they can threaten so what's the is that it that is not Can't it. One more. do we have one more all right, we'll get one. All more. right, he's he's drop happy over there. All right, I, I tweeted it out on Saturday after your guys' big win, Rich. I said the best overreaction from Michigan, Ohio State, yeah, makes the show. These four were just so tremendous. From they tweeted at us. They tweeted at Excellent. us. We got we got uh, a hundred something responses. I love thank, it. Thank you everybody for tweeting us. These four were the best. Michigan has a better win than Georgia and should be the number one seed. 
regardless of the Big tw- uh, Ten title. Uh, that's re- that. Uh, I'll, you, you got me. Molar three hundred five. You had me up until regardless Shout of Big Ten out. championship game result. J.C. Madsen, C.J. Stroud played himself out of the first round. I will tell you that somebody from Ohio State fandom (laughs) tweeted me that same exact thing. Really? Took him out of the first round? Texted me the same exact thing. I won't say who. I mean, I think that's a little crazy. Somebody texted me the same thing. (laughs) That's a little crazy. Uh, Chad Nelson, the 22-point second straight win, was going to lead to a decade of dominance. Oh, I hope so. 10-0 10-0 in oh the next 10 God, years. Would that be unbelievable? That's hilarious. And uh, Chuck P., Ryan Day, officially on the hot Dude, seat. Dude, that is, uh, I don't know if at the Chuck Palumbo is a, a an Ohio State fan. Every Ohio State fan that showed up in my Twitter timeline and on my texting says the same thing. Same thing. They're done with Ryan Day. Done. He's lost three games in the last two years. One to Oregon in the horseshoe. One to Michigan in the big house, and now one to Michigan in the horseshoe, and that's it. <laughs> in two years, they're so, you, they, so many of these Ohio State fans are so entitled and absolutely so spoiled. Spoiled. They've done a lot of winning, but... I get it, but, you know, it's called cyclical. It can't always happen. Look at Alabama this year. They've lost two. They call him for Nick Saban's head. What do you think? No, Nick's pleading to be in the playoff. Well, again, I, I will be consistent. I said before the game that the, the seasons have gone so well for both teams that whoever loses it should get in. You thought I was trying to cover in advance of Michigan stubbing its toe. Will you admit that that's what you were doing? No, I was not because I thought they were two teams 11-0. and 0. If it was a close game, the loser should still get in is what I said. All right. Okay? It wasn't a close game, but I'm not still going to be consistent and have Ohio State's back. Because, yes, losing to such a great team as Michigan is should not be such a negative. It shouldn't be. You should take a look at how great Michigan is, how dominant they were, how great they were in the passing game, how they, how they handled their business throughout the first half and then started getting stronger and stronger as the game went and manhandled that Ohio State front because they are so much better on the offensive line and have a good kid who is a great quarterback – growing and showed he's got better skills than the other quarterback because how else can I evaluate it I should absolutely (laughs) be consistent and say I've got your back Ohio State Uh, wow you're welcome welcome. cut and paste that and send it to the committee (laughs) we'll come back my chat with TJ Watt he's very good at the football and he's back for the Steelers we'll chat with TJ when we return Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. When I was done with Thanksgiving game day morning, I, uh, I'm a lead pipe wielding professional. I was not done with my day of work. It's a long day. But right away, as soon as I was done, I grabbed my laptop and my microphone. I went in the NFL Network green room and Zoomed with T.J. Watt, who's taking on the Colts tonight. And here's my conversation with one of the best in the National Football League. Joining me here now in advance of Monday Night Football, taking on the Indianapolis Colts, is one of the best in the business, and he is from the Pittsburgh Steelers, perennial pro bowler and all-pro, T.J. Watt. How are you doing, T.J.? I'm doing good. I'm just happy to be here. And I'm glad that you are here as well. Um, how would you categorize this year for you, T.J.? Uh, not where I want to be, not where we want to be. Uh, it's been tough. Obviously, we got off to a hot start in week one, and then um, personally, I went out and was out for a couple weeks and went through my own um, battles with getting back to being healthy and went through the roller coaster of coming back against the Saints, having a win, and then obviously the unacceptable win last week. So it's kind of been a bit of a roller coaster and a lot more downs and ups as of lately. What is it like for you to to not be active? It must be dry. It must drive you nuts. Yeah, it sure does. I mean, especially when you're out for such an extended period of time, it's not like you just have like two weeks out where you can be upbeat and positive the whole time saying, I'm going to be back soon. It was more of a, the first couple of weeks, you're just trying to diagnose the problem and um, get to, get as many answers as you can, talk to as many doctors as possible. And then from there, you're kind of just slowly rehabbing and taking your time, um, trying to help the team as much as possible um, without stepping on too many toes. And so um, what role did you take in the locker room uh, while you're while you're getting ready? Do you do you talk to the guys or or I, I know a lot of guys when they're injured and rehabbing, it's just a difficult process to even be part of the mix. You know, yeah, I kind of went through it all. You know, um, I tried to I didn't want to be a coach, but I wanted to help out the young guys as much as possible. But I also know that it's hard to put your hand in the pile and help guys when you're not physically strapping up and putting on a helmet. So you kind of have to play a balance of 
I don't want to tell guys how I would do it because obviously there's multiple ways to do it. Um, so it was just a matter of when I came back those last like two or three weeks before I actually came back, I wanted to show my commitment and that I was doing everything possible. That was super important to me was to let the guys know that I wasn't just happy to be here and be out. I was upset about the situation of me being injured. I wasn't just taking my time with this thing. I was pushing as hard as I could so that when I came back, I had the respect of my teammates and coaches. And so um, what is the general sense in that locker room right now? What can you tell the Steelers nation entering this week 12 Monday night game with enough time left to to make some hay? What do you, What is the general sense there? Yeah, it's got to have it. And I think every, I mean, as cliche as it is, you got to win every game in the NFL. You're, you're not expected to, but um, we're at a point right now where our back is against the, the back wall. I mean, we need to, we need to get production. I think that starts defensively and just getting back to playing Pittsburgh Steeler football um, in terms of stopping the run and creating turnovers. That's just an area where we've been able to emphasize um, where we're not creating those splash turnovers and sacks and negative plays like we have in years past. Well, I mean, you want to talk about splash turnovers, TJ Watt, you sure had a splash takeaway I, uh, <laughs> against Cincinnati. I've, I've never seen anything like that. I would say walk me through that play, but it took literally a split second when you just <laughs> jumped in the air and Burrow was throwing um, and you, you snagged it. I can't believe you caught that. What, 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 what happened there on that? Yeah. It's, I mean, a lot of times it's just, I mean, in week one, it was just I was being chipped or it was a slow rush. So you just kind of get your eyes up and look through the the tackle at the quarterback as he rush. And you can kind of see him rise up. And as he rises up, I'm just, you know, it's off of formational clues and everything. You know, kind of it was going to be quicker than passing or not. And uh, you just throw your hands up. And I've done it many times over the years in practice where I've caught him. Um, sometimes clean, sometimes you bat him up to yourself. But I've just growing more closer, like getting my hands tighter as opposed to wider, you know, and sometimes they just stick. It was weird. I was wearing leather gloves, so I wasn't even wearing the sticky ones, which is wild. Did you see Burrow's reaction? I don't know if you saw it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a nice little chat afterwards. And he what did he say? Like, he was just like, what am I doing? And I was like, I, I don't know. I don't think it's anything you're doing. I'm just like putting my hands up and it's somehow sticking. Yeah, he kind of like got like this look on his face, like I can't, or his whole body went limp, like I can't believe that just happened. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to ask you about that. And then, um, more positive, just from my own sitting on the couch and watching, it looks like Kenny Pickett has it. What, what, what can you tell me about this rookie quarterback from your perspective, TJ? Yeah, he's, he's got some moxie. He's got some swag. Um, I think just the way that he plays, he's a go-getter. He's going to take chances. And I think that's all you can ask for as a defensive player. And, um, he, he doesn't want to just dink and dunk down the field. He wants to take those chances. It's so important at this level to be able to get those chunk plays and to take those shots. And um, yes, there's been some negative plays. But, uh, everybody understands that that's what comes with being in the NFL. There is a, a learning curve, no doubt about it. But it's all about how you get back up and how you respond. And uh, everything that I've seen from that I've heard from the offensive guys is that uh, Kenny's a guy that uh, you want to play for. Well, I mean, and he's also got the issue of following in the footsteps of somebody who did it for a decade and a half with a couple trophies in the case. How has he handled that from your seat? Oh, well, I mean, this the NFL is such a humbling business. It, it really is. You're, you can never get too high. You can never get too low. You can't listen to uh, the wrong people and, and always in the media and stuff. You have to know who you are and you have to be comfortable with who you are. And that's the cool thing about Kenny is I haven't seen him change up. 
with success that he's had, with any of the failures that he's had, he's maintained the same guy. And I think that's very, that talks to the locker room. And I mean, guys can see through if you're being fake or not. I don't see that again. And how about your coach and coach Tomlin? Um, you know, so much is made about him never having had a losing record. So clearly being three and seven is not something he is used to as well. How has he been over the last several weeks from you, from your perspective? Yeah. I mean, like I said before, no, no one's satisfied with where we're at, but I mean, we still have a lot of football ahead of us and we can control it. So it's all about what we do. It's all about execution, believing in the game plan and coach. T's never going to switch up. He's never going to, um, go one way or the other. I mean, he's, he's always very constant, um, through all the ups and the downs. So it's not like he's being someone that we haven't seen, um, in the successful seasons that we've had here. Then obviously, if you want to talk about differences in coaching or different spots in a career in coaching, you've got Mike Tomlin, one of the most tenured coaches in the national football league. And then you've got Jeff Saturday, who is an interim head coach who, probably had no idea three weeks ago he was even on any radar screen. What is your challenge going against the Indianapolis Colts and a coaching staff that clearly there's not much film on? You you definitely know Matt Ryan and know Jonathan Taylor, but I'm wondering what you're seeing and expecting this week, TJ. Yeah, you kind of said it with the film thing. It's You can really only watch the last couple of weeks of film, so you don't have a full catalog of um, what types of plays they like to run and things like that. So. Um, some of those are unknowns or just small sample sizes. Otherwise, I mean, we know uh, he's an offensive line uh, guy, so he's going to want to run the ball, and that's shown in the last two games they've had. I think um, uh, Jonathan Terrace had over like 20 carries in the last two games, and uh, he's a, a an elusive back, a great back. And then obviously Matt Ryan is a guy who, as a leadership role, you can tell that the team has gotten behind him, and he's able to move the ball. Um, can still get around in the pocket well. They do do some rollouts. Um, even though he's getting up there in age, I think he's still – everything above the neck is great. And um, it's it's not a cakewalk. No game in the NFL is a cakewalk. I think it would be a tough challenge for us. And then it wraps up a Thanksgiving weekend. You and I are, are talking on Thanksgiving Day. You're <laughs> fresh off of your practice. I'm fresh off of NFL Network, which is why I'm in this, this uh, white uh, button down. Um, so what is your, what is your go-to? What's the, the TJ want Thanksgiving go-to? It's more, what isn't the go-to, you know, I think the only mm-hmm. thing that's off the list is like cranberry sauce, whatever that stuff is, uh, mm-hmm. everything else. I'm pretty game. I mean, as far as stuffing, green bean casserole, cheesy potatoes, turkey, gravy, damn, I, I, everything you pass out and you do it all again. They're all starters. Nothing's on the bench is what you're saying. Not, nothing's on the bench. Mm. Everybody's. Okay, got to have your head on a swivel if you're on uh, T.J. Watt's Thanksgiving dinner table. Um, and what was what, what were the Thanksgiving uh, games like in the Watt household growing up? What was that like? We definitely had a turkey bowl. We would always go out to my uh, aunt and uncle up in Appleton, Wisconsin. And, I mean, there was a lot of snowy Christmases where, I mean, Uncle Bill would be out there with a, a polo shirt, short sleeve, and snow, and we'd be tossing the rock around. And uh, those are just such great memories. Um all five of us packed in the car up in the minivan going up north for Thanksgiving, starting Christmas music, uh, playing in the turkey bowl, spending quality time with the family, uh, watching football um, every every uh, hour of the day. And I remember J.J. had the – he played in – what was it? In Detroit. Um, I think it was in like when I was young. I mean, it was probably the first five years in the NFL, and he had a couple sacks. I just like – just those memories I'll have forever. And, 
it's so cool that we got to be those kids that grew up watching on Thursday. And then we've been so um, grateful to be able to play on those Thursdays too. So it's, it's crazy how life comes full circle that way. It is. Who was the most dominant Watt in the Turkey bowl though? Who was the most dominant? Uh, I think I was the most versatile. I could play a lockdown corner. I could play a little receiver. If you need me to pop back at quarterback, I could do that too. So um, JJ was too old and too cool to, to hang around. Uh, so I had the longest career in the Turkey bowl. I like it. Very good. Longevity is very important. It's very, exactly. very important. So last one for you, TJ Watt, what is your message to the Steelers faithful who are everywhere and every nook and cranny on the planet going into week 12? What, what is your message to them? What do you got? Oh, we understand where we're at. Um, we're not over here patting ourselves on the back or uh, taking things lightly. I think, um, like I say, this is more than just a job to us. It's what we love to do, and um, none of us are satisfied. We're going to continue to turn over every rock that we can uh, to make this right, and there's still a lot of football left to be played, and uh, it's all about taking it one day at a time, uh, one game at a time, and um, we're, we're not giving up by any stretch of the means. TJ Watt, thanks for the uh, chat. Thanks for the Zoom. Have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, look forward to seeing you on Monday Night Football and more success to you and your family. That's TJ Watt right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And uh, revisit uh, the shocking, the, the, the most shocking win uh, of Sunday and uh, the soundbite uh, of the century, as far as I'm concerned. It is an overreaction Monday, right, time program? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. And we might revisit the subject of the day all as one when we return. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Alan Dallas, let's take his call. How you been, Albert? 
Happy Thanksgiving, gentlemen. Same it's to you. Been a while. Hope everybody's well. Hey, man, when the Giants, when when the Cowboys went for it on fourth down to start the game, I don't understand why they did that. They lost it on downs, and then they lost it on interception. Two turnovers. Uh, it, it was right there for you. Giants only got three out of it, and then the rest, you know, kind of went downhill. You know. Yeah, this isn't about giant football. Richard. Okay, this sorry. Is about, this is about this is about the anomaly of Rich Eisen radio sports talk radio host. Generally speaking, my East Coast sensibilities and yours too. We kind of root for pain. It's called Schadenfreude sometimes. Yes, so we root for people to fail. But in your case, your sports talk radio show yes. is better when you're successful. Thank you. Than when you have pain and agony. Thank you. And that's such an anomaly. Why don't you talk to uh, Brockman about it? Brockman feels completely different. Like yeah, literally, no, I disagree. Like my, my whole my whole rant of Ohio State, he was like staring daggers at me the whole time. Uh, it's, it's too yeah, bad. Well, it's, it's not for me. He's a bitter. He's a bitter. He's a just. A bitter he's bitter. Man. He's I bitter. Mean, the thing that the thing that could knock you off your perch, and I can't believe it even haven't been talked about, is that if David Shaw took over for uh, the Ohio State coach. Yeah, you know what? That would be that would be disturbing to me. Uh, I, I, <laughs> it would be because you know I love him, and he. Surprise! I mean, any uh, honestly, uh, I, I don't know. I got a lot of free time. On They're not firing Ryan Day. It's just insane no. that Buckeye fans want him gone. I mean, the guy could recruit his head off. There, they, he's won. I mean, 45 or 50 games. That's insane. No. That, I mean, I mean he would, he'd be out of a job crazy. For, for two seconds. And then, you know, with the, with the Mike White thing and all this, all this other stuff. I mean, you, you've had, you know, your show is much better when Thank you're you. happy. And which is so counter, like, so counterintuitive. Uh, I know. Radio. Appreciate it, Al. You take care of yourself, brother. You be well. Thank you. That's Alan Dallas. Michigan beating Ohio State this past week also proves I have been living my best life for the last year. You keep telling me, TJ, say it with your chest, say it with your chest. I mean, and I'm like, screw it. I'm going to keep writing these checks. And if they, they'll either get cashed or return to sender. And I, I cashed. Check the mail. I cashed. There. Chris, you like cashing? You like cashing? You're I hoping love, you're going to cash on cashing. Portugal right now. I am. Okay, it's great. Yeah, those, well, checks so, are, those checks ain't coming back, Rich. That's, I love it. They got they got deposited. You know what? And then sometimes you just got to take stories that have nothing to do on its face with what you want to talk about, which is Michigan's uh, dominance over Ohio State. And a fresh reminder for Ohio State fans to be careful what they kind of wish for. Like, oh, uh, we, we love that rivalry. Well, it was always interesting when, when Michigan was better, you know? It was always great when the rivalry was better. Uh-huh. Okay. Sounds good. How do you like it now? <laughs> Tell me how it tastes, to use the Shaq phrase. <laughs> Tell me and how it tastes. And then, you know, uh, hey, Obi. fresh Obi. reminder, fresh reminder, all you folks. Want your guy back. Want your guy back to the point where you clown your current coach by chanting for the old guy to be back on national television. On national television. Just a fresh reminder, if you need one, as to what maybe you might get. I understand this didn't happen at the collegiate level, but did you see how Trevor Lawrence looked yesterday? Yeah, he, he was awesome. He, he's taking a step forward this year. Yeah, he looked really good. You yeah. know, three touchdowns, 321 yards most this season, zero interceptions. Last game, he had three touchdowns, zero interceptions earlier this year in SoFi Stadium. Uh, beating the Chargers 38-10. That was the same stadium where he had to go to his coach at the time and say, hey, coach, how about our best running back who fumbled? Are we going to see him again today? You're going to put him back in? Oh, I don't know. Why don't you go talk to the assistant? <laughs> Even though I'm the one who pulled the code red, and I'll just lie to the media afterwards and put the position that you don't want to be in on you to try and uh, refute me. Great coaching. 
And this is after he, you know, didn't go back on the team plane after uh, a loss. Is this before or after the uh, ap- the resume? After. The res- okay. At any rate, why does Trevor Lawrence look as good as he does right now? I wasn't thinking this yesterday. I should have been. <laughs> I want to thank Andrew Wingard, your fourth-year safety, for putting a very fine point on it. This is what Wingard said about his quarterback, Jacksonville Jaguar quarterback. Here's the Jacksonville Jaguar safety in year four talking uh, plainly. I'm just like so happy for Trevor because, A, he had to deal with Urban Meyer last year as a rookie, and I don't even know if he had a rookie year. And to see the growth he's made, not just on the field, but just like his preparation, his demeanor, all that. And you knew he's, you know, when the rock breaks, it's not that one chip. It's all the chips that stacked up before that. And I'm so happy for him. That throw on fourth down to Zay was like, I knew we were winning the game, honestly. Like, I could feel it. It was so cool. And then you believed in your coach all that year. And for him to go for yeah. two, what, what was that like when he does it? The stones on that guy, it's like, I would die for Doug Peterson, I swear. <laughs> I would run into battle with Doug Peterson, 100%. I love the guy. And, um, just the his attitude, you know, it's like you go, you, you're three and seven, and it's like, you know, you want to make playoffs and stuff, and it's like, he hasn't changed his attitude whatsoever. It's like, we come into work, we keep working, we just keep chipping away, and eventually it's going to pay off, and it did today. And it's like, the feeling in the locker room is just awesome. I, 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 I love this team. I love this team. Hmm. Wow. Man. Interesting. I'm not even sure he had a rookie hmm. season. Not even sure he had a rookie season. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, mean. I mean, this is week 12 in the NFL. It's, you know, good Lord, three months of football games on top of training camp, on top of mini camp, on top of off-season workout program. The page has been turned, man. Hasn't been the coach for a long time. Page has been turned. <laughs> Not in that locker room. And he doesn't have to deal with Urban Rottmeyer as a rookie. <laughs> Obviously, he they're, says, they're still remembering. I mean. That's so funny. It's unbelievable. That's crazy. So, yeah, bring back the guy who had the worst flame out Embarrassing flame out. Social media viral flame out in the history of National Football League coaching. Bring that guy back to college. Oh, in college, different guy. Yeah, because he could just put his authoritarian stamp and thumb on the kid. Have the kid show everyone what his resume is made of. I mean, for that to happen the day after Michigan curb stomps Ohio State in the horseshoe and Urban sitting there saying they're going to stop the run. They'll stop the run. They fix the defense. It doesn't happen. The fan base is in full pitchfork and torch mode begging for Urban to come back on national television, embarrassing Ryan Day, and then – this little gem, this little hidden gem in Duval County on Sunday. What an Easter egg for me on Thanksgiving weekend. It's just awesome. This is great. I wish I had a big hat like Brian Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> and that could be mine, too. Oh, the world's my oyster. Damn, this has just been a great show. How's it taste? It tastes like victory. <laughs> mm. We will chat on Tuesday, everybody.